On this episode of the Hyperfast Agent Podcast, we are joined by Abby Gibb from Healing Media Consulting. Listen in as Abby presents at the Hyperfast Hangover event. We hope you enjoy. Welcome to the Hyperfast Show, where we believe unlimited growth in business and life is created by surrounding yourself with people who have been where you are going. Learning from others allows you to compress time and grow hyperfast. And now, here are your hosts, Kerry Shaw and Dan Lesniak. Kerry and Dan are real estate developers, best-selling authors, billion-dollar agents, and million-dollar agent makers. And now, get ready to grow hyperfast. Okay, Abby, welcome. I'm so excited to have you here. Oh, I love you so much. I just I feel like I have to squeeze you. I know. I like want to just hug you and squeeze you. Hi, friend. Hi. Hi. Um, so I really want you to just, I know you don't like to brag about yourself, but you have such an impressive background. Can you just share with our audience a little bit about kind of the TV history and then how you've built this amazing business that you have today? Well, it's great to see everybody, even though I can't, I virtually can't see you and Carrie's so sweet. So uh, here's kind of like a little tiny bit of my back history. Um, so I was on TV for more than a decade um, and I worked with all the, all the different types of TV stations and, and networks that you could imagine. And I won an Emmy for my investigation into child sex trafficking. And it was a really incredible experience to see how storytelling can really impact lives and, and literally change laws. Um, and that was a really beautiful experience. And then I found myself in the middle of the Me Too movement, finding myself saying Me Too and needing to leave that industry. And I have now dedicated my life to healing media and empowering leaders like Carrie and Dan and many of you to be able to heal media from the outside in and how we can use the power of media to really help and empower and change and create positivity in this world. So what I did was from there, I got to meet Carrie and Dan, who I obviously fell in love with. Um, and I was a media director for a marketing company where we helped multiple entrepreneurs go from zero to seven figures. And then I started out on my own after that. And now I run my own media consulting agency, which I call Healing Media Productions, obviously because oh, I'm all about Abby. Yeah, I'm all about creating positive healing media in this world. And so I help you to navigate as an entrepreneur how to take your message into an actual movement. How do you use, I say the make it rain, right? All these different ways of, of it, st stages and podcasts and TV and all these different ways. And how do you put them into the right buckets, right? Because you got to have buckets to catch the rain. So each of those buckets is a different way that you are list building or selling the home or keeping a you know warm list into a hot list. And I teach you through visibility about how to make that wheel happen all the time on autopilot, which Carrie does so well. So that's, that's me in a nutshell. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Well, I, one of the things I always have to start here because I feel like it's the lasting, like there's so many benefits. I had never really had coaching or training for public speaking. So guys get this before I gave my first public uh, speech. I yeah. did a FaceTime with Abby and practice on FaceTime. And I'm like, I've never done, like, I've never spoke with a practice. Like I've just yeah. gone up there and kind of winged it. Yeah. And I can't even remember. It was my first time speaking for non-real estate agents, I think. And, and so I was like nervous. I'm like, well, they, they won't know that I have sold a lot of homes. And so I'm just an entrepreneur. And what if they don't like me? Yeah. And you're like, oh, you got this. Like I've got you. And so you really worked with me on like, coming out of my shell 
but it all started really with you doing some consulting, image consulting for me so that I really felt empowered to put my best foot forward. So yeah. let's just like, give it to me raw, like tell them a little bit about that process, because I think that's something that gives people the confidence to be comfortable hitting all of those buckets, right? Yeah. Let's not, let's not pretend that this is a visual medium, even, even if it's on a podcast, you know, many times they're shooting the video that goes with the podcast. It's on YouTube live during that time. Like, so let's like not pretend here that we're above this. So a couple pieces of just feeling more confident with yourself. And this works for men and women, right? So I talked with Carrie just about kind of like helping her to shape her hair a little bit more. So she just felt a little bit more on trend and on brands and, and just the hair part was like a big hair part part. was a big one, getting that middle hair part kind of, and I mean, you look amazing. And then the next piece is just understanding your colors and knowing what kind of makes that your coloring stand out. So, um, many times people think to be professional, you need to wear black. And to be honest, most of the time, yes, black looks great on like lighter skinned hair, lighter skins and and lighter hair. Um, It makes you pop for sure. But so many people do it that you kind of get drawn out. So I really suggest if you notice that Carrie uses a lot of blues, um, royal blues, deep blues, purples of that kind, she understands now. And like it kind of becomes part of your signature color. Um, And so really understanding your signature colors, what works for your skin tone, and also just feeling more confident with like what to do with your hair and your hands. Those are kind of the big hair, hands, hair, and your and your clothes. So on that note, when I met Abby, my signature color was red. She knows yeah. this because we went in my closet at one point and she was like, I'm sorry, it's all got to go. I'm like, all of it. no, but I love red. And you're like, Carrie, it's just not a good thing for you. And I'm like, really? Like I... I used my branding because I started my career with Remax. Yeah. And every picture I was wearing a red dress, like every picture. And so one of the things I learned, I finally have like no red clothes left. They're gone. I've eliminated all of them so that it's just not a question. But I think what happened is I realized like, okay. And I wore a really dark lipstick. She also, that was the other piece. She wore a very, very dark lipstick and, and you kind of have to pick as a woman, you get to pick either accentuating your eyes or your lips. And I say the same thing about accessories. You can choose to wear a necklace or earrings, but you don't wear both. You kind of have to pick those pieces. And I know that this might sound like you're like abs, like, why is this such a big deal? But I think the important piece is what happened for Carrie and how she transformed really stepping into her brand and this out, these outfits and this, this confidence that comes. And when I feel like, especially for women, when you just feel your best, and I don't just mean like dressing up for other people, you're like, this is me. Like I feel good in this, that, that energy is something I can't teach you. And that's the energy that Carrie brought to stages and is now the badass that she is. She just shows up and is like, let's, oh, 2000 people keynote. Like, let's go. <laughs> yeah. Well, that didn't, that didn't happen without you helping me at all. Yeah. So it was, it was a, a partnership for me to feel more confident. So the first thing I would say is well, I fought with Abby in my head, not maybe I didn't fight with her out loud, but in my head, I was like, she's wrong. I definitely look better with a side part. And so I think I like expressed an objection. I was like, yeah, but some people don't look better with the uh, center part. And she was like, if you want to look five years older, you're going to hold on to that side part. 
but if you want to like step into you need to do the center part and then once i started doing it i was like oh i hate the side part i can't believe i used to do that and i used to do like a dramatic side like part. a big one she used to have like a trump full on like all the way comb over and i also like talked to her about like having your ends kind of out a little bit right yep so that they're not quite so um dallas beauty queen like and it just helps, especially as you're elevating your brand past the city that you're in. You just want to feel a little bit more um, cosmopolitan and just a little bit more like she could be from San Francisco or Chicago or New York. Like uh, you can't really quite pinpoint it. And that's the point that you learn from journalism, obviously, is like the accent and the hair and the whole piece needs to kind of look national, not centric to a city. Totally. 100%. So yeah. I think that is like the foundation. But for people who are watching right now that are like, okay, Abby, I'm interested in building my business and my brand and having more leads. Like yeah, you call this hangover because it's about coming out of this fog that we've all been in. Totally. So what are some of the tips you would have for them once they get that confidence? Well, I guess first, like how do they know for them? Like, do they hire a consultant? Can they do a FaceTime with you to talk about their colors and their look? Like, um, so if you want to set a call, we can do a deep dive and we'll do messaging and your branding, your hair, kind of your key components of what makes you special and how to start popping above the radar. Because there's just so much ways to make it rain these days that frankly, you can kind of get lost, right? So we really want to make sure like what makes you special. Um, so they can totally do that. And I can give you some information at the end if they want to do that, Carrie. But I think cool. the, the big piece, um, I noticed actually Ginger Walker is here and Ginger is a client, a current client of mine. She said, hi. Um, and we're using some tools for Ginger right now, who's an incredible real estate agent um, and using some pieces for her that have really worked and I think can work in a lot of different cities. So I think the, the big first piece is getting yourself out of the funk, stop wearing the this the clothes the PJs all day long right getting and yourself the yoga up. pants yeah up and dressed same uh and and just getting back into the flow a little bit yeah so that's like kind of the first piece and like bothering to do your hair and as men like getting getting just a little bit more cleaned up and just feeling more yourself yeah the next piece I would talk about is is where we can start to talk about the being of value. So when when you add carry value um, value plus community, that is the currency of connection. Okay, mm -hmm. so value plus community is the two things that you need for the currency of connection. Um, and what I mean by that is when you continue to offer learn from me content, not look at me content. And that is don't like, here's just a listing, right? Or here's me selling a home, look at me content. Learn from me content is here are the three major questions about buying now in this new world of COVID, right? Here's the three major questions that you might have about selling during this time, about investment properties, about Airbnbs, any and all of those kinds of questions, right? Should I be doing this if I'm retiring? Should I be selling my retirement home or should I not? Like, those are all really common questions that you're, you're leading with value. When you do that and you do that in a community space, and I'll talk about community space in a second, when you put those two things together, that is how you create that currency of connection. And that, of course, that connection is why people begin to love you, want to buy from you, will keep you in their Rolodex, right? So let's talk about for a second the community components that you can work, that you can lead to. Um, okay. Of course, like, 
I really believe that radio is a wonderful opportunity. Ginger has her own now, her own radio show um, that has done really well. Radio is great once people are commuting again. So obviously right now, radio is not as big of a deal because people aren't driving to work. So I want to like say that's a good one, but put it on the back burner. So for now, it's really going to be about right now is the best time ever to be trying to pitch for TV, local TV, absolutely, because so many of them are still accepting Zoom interviews instead of having to go in person. Totally. Yeah. And the onus is off of the real estate agent having to have more visuals that we typically would need in a live shot that we don't need right now. You just kind of need to be what we call a talk back, this kind of this piece. So reaching out to your local television station, um, and I would suggest doing it, especially in the morning show, those are where you're going to get more of the eyeballs and more of your ideal client. So reaching out to the morning show and saying, hey, I understand that this is a very confusing time. I'm here to provide these three value points. Uh, the two things you need to know if you're buying your home right now, the two things to know if you're selling your home right now, and if this is changing, I'm making this up, but, and if this is changing um, the value of your home during this time, like, is it going up? Is it going down? How do we navigate it? What are, and then also maybe what is the projection of the next two months look like? Place yourself as a center of authority inside of that city. I mean, I know all the time Carrie talks about be, be the mayor of your town, right? But um, it's really about placing yourself in this value component with the community. So really being learn from me type pieces. So TV is a wonderful, wonderful step. And I'm happy to help any of your tribe in doing that. It's something that um, most of my clients do within a week of working with me. So it's, it's not, it's, it doesn't, it sounds like it's really fancy and hard and it is really not that bad. And then the next piece I would say is like getting into community Facebook groups. So the mom, the working mompreneur groups, the dog walking retired group, the coffee and tea we care group, or tons of different Facebook groups that you can get into. And going in there, speaking to the to the operator of the group and saying, hey, I, I want to go live and teach these pieces, the same pieces you're going to teach on TV or on a podcast. I want to offer this value to your audience. Nothing. I'm not selling anything. I just want to help during this time. Hey, hold that thought for a minute. Are you a real estate agent in the DMV area or thinking about becoming a real estate agent in the DMV area? Why not join the highest selling team in the DMV? The Kerry Scholl team is hiring more agents. We have the best training systems, the best culture, and the best environment to get you to the next level, whether that's starting out and getting to six figures or getting from six figures to 250 or to half a million or even beyond. Go to kerryschollcareers.com. Again, that's kerryschollcareers.com. And then the last one I would suggest is Reddit. So Reddit is where all the millennials are pretty much getting their pieces. That's where we're getting, it's called, you know, the front page of the internet now. So Reddit is a wonderful place to start putting the same blog posts that you were putting on LinkedIn and repurposing that same value-driven content over on Reddit. Reddit, is it Ari? I want to actually have my team post that in the comments because I've never heard of it. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. But I don't know what that is. It's fine. It's Reddit is R-E-D-D-I-T. And there is, um, Reddit is something that you can have just for your neighborhood. You can have it for your city. You can have it for your state. You can have it for certain topics. So like there's a Reddit for new home buyers and people like get in there and chat and ask, ask questions. And the real estate agents are super helpful answering in there. Nice. Um, 
they have it for like I live now in Bend, Oregon. They have a whole Reddit just uh, in Bend, and you can have a real estate agent coming in every day providing value. And what happens is it's a community where people upvote. They say like, "Oh, I really like that." And the more upvotes, like the more helpful your information is, the the more it stays to the top of the page. Wow. Okay. That's why they call it like. That's why it's really important, again, learn from me content, not look at me content. So the so Reddit is a great opportunity that's like the millennial version of Facebook groups. And that's where I would also suggest. So you've got three different places that I would put your energy into right now. Value, value, value over the next two to three weeks. Now, once you've provided that value, I would tell them to offer some sort of free breakthrough call, like 20 minutes, and I'm going to help you answer any questions. There's no selling, no pressure. But if you're thinking about buying or selling a home during this time, here's a free resource for you to do that, right? And then once they're on that call, make sure you get their email and their and their cell phone number. And then I would have created a three email video series that yep. gets out to them. And it's all the frequently asked questions. So that email series goes, here's what in, you know, in DC, here's what home prices are looking like right now. Is it a buyer's market? Is it a seller's market? Second email, here are the frequently asked questions for buying or selling your home. And then the third one would be a story. I call it share to sell. This is where you're sharing a story about be like Carrie. Carrie was really confused. She didn't know if she was supposed to buy a house. Then she met Dan and Dan helped her buy this home. And now she's super happy. Be like Carrie. Like that's the third email sequence. And each one of them has a very clear call to action that says, if you're interested we're happy to be here at any resource. There's no dumb questions. Like feel free to call us and ask us anytime and we're here to help. So that yeah. kind of gives you this, like, do you see how it's like this rain into the buckets, into the sale? Completely. Yeah. And people will respond based on what's going on in their life. Yeah. At different times, right. In the exactly. bucket. So I think if you, if you layer those buckets with actually texting them or calling them to check in, Mm -hmm. your business will go way up. Like, it, like it'll just you have happen here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, my parents are in the process. They're closing a home right now. They're selling during this time and buying a new home during this time. And we went with a real estate agent who did exactly this thing, right? Like came, came to their door, said, Hey, said like, if you're interested in selling, here's my number. They said, okay, cool. Um, then they, she just texted, like, how are you guys feeling? Do you need any masks? Do you need anything? Are you okay? Like, I, I'm going to pick up groceries, like, because my parents are 70, you know, so they didn't want to go to the grocery store. So she's like, I can pick anything groceries up for you. And it just didn't feel tacky. It felt like a real human that cared. And, and now she's getting the sale because of it. That's awesome. That's yeah. a really good story for everyone to hear. Because a lot of, even today on my own, coaching my real estate agents, one yeah. of the people said, I think I'm going to go door knocking. And I was like, I think I would do other things first. Because I was afraid that the response to door knocking could be a little bit, like some people might be offended by that. Yeah, but that's a good a little aggressive for some yeah, people. But if she came across as genuine and then respected how they were feeling about going out in the world, like that's pretty cool. Yeah, I think what she did was obviously she had the gloves and the mask and she just said, I'm just here. There's two houses that sold down the street at this price. If you're needing anything, I'm here. She didn't like, she stayed, you know, it's so weird how I have to do this right now, but she stayed away from them. She left the, the piece and then she had created 
doesn't know me, but she had created a three email sequence. And my dad comes to me on FaceTime. And he's like, abs, I mean, this video is very helpful. And <laughs> I found so much resources from her. And I just text her and she's great. And I think we're just going to go with her. And I'm like, yeah, dad. Great. Yeah. Yes, she's smart. It. So why not? Yeah. That's yeah. Awesome. Lana, who's one of my favorite people in the universe and a coaching client just said, Thank you, by the way, Lana. I saw Carrie blossom into the beautiful diva in the last few years. If Abby can help me do the same, I'm in. So. Oh, I love it. Yes, Lana, come hang out. Uh, and I, see Lana. I She's like a TikTok star right now and absolutely crushing social media. Lana, how many TikTok followers do you have right now? I think you're yeah. doing two to three TikToks a day. And some of them are freaking hilarious. Um, one of them, she like took a handful of her daughter's hair and cut it. It was like a, so she like uses things that she's doing anyway in life and then makes them super dramatic and like, yeah, it's great. And TikTok is such a wonderful place right now because it reminds me of like the beginnings of Instagram, probably about six years ago where it's, there's no set standard right now. You know how, like when Instagram first started, we didn't have filters and like, it really wasn't supposed to be perfect, you know? And like, there weren't any rules. That's where TikTok is right now. So you can just show up and try shit. It doesn't matter. Like just have fun with it and, and let it grow for sure. So she says almost 5,000 organic followers in two months. That's freaking amazing. Well, Lana, I would love to chat with you more. And I really do say truthfully that I, I don't make magic. I'm just the mirror to the magic. So that's, I just amplify. So that's the real important piece. Carrie is the magic. She's, she's her own amazing diva. I just, just become the mirror and amplify it. Well, one of the things that speaking of amplification, right? Like one of the things was on video, right? When yeah. I would talk before I was kind of like, I don't know, not, not stiff, but maybe a little stiff and I wasn't as comfortable and I wasn't as myself. And then when I started working with you and we were just like talking through things, you would say, why don't you try this? Or why don't you um, work. Do you remember how you used to tell me with my arms? I used to like do this thing with my arms and you're like, stop, please stop doing that with your arms. She had T-Rex arms. Like they were attached to her. They literally did not leave her body. And she was like this the whole time. Uh-huh. <laughs> and she yeah. had this, um, she did this like, because it was her thinking instead of saying, um, so she'd hit the top roof of her mouth. And, uh, it's, it's just something, there's small things that really help her to feel she's, you know, she's carries Barbara Corcoran level. Now, you know, you're really at that. You are, oh, you are right. Everybody. Yes. She's like just polished. You just seem confident. And the more confident you are, the more at ease everyone else feels right. Cause you're like, I got this. Then everybody else naturally can sit down in their seat and feel like, okay, Carrie's going to take care of me whatever she's going to teach me is going to be great because she clearly looks like she knows. And that's kind of, I hate to say fake it till you make it, but that's a part of the process is just getting over that imposter syndrome and saying like, I am worthy of sharing this message. Even if my hair isn't perfect today. And even if I still say, um, or, you know, click my tongue or whatever, it's still worthy. You're worthy of, of getting up there and being a rock star. I should show them. I don't have the link right now, but I will, I will send it out as a follow-up to this webinar. <laughs> it's like a reel of all of my worst video pre-Abby. And it is, it is so bad. You guys are going to be like, holy crap, if she did that for Carrie and not saying I'm perfect now because I'm not, but it, you should see what I was like before. 
it's definitely valuable to work with Abby. And Abby also helped me with a lot of my scripts and copywriting, right? When I was writing content to send out to clients to attract people, you really did a good job of honing the message and making it more clear. Oh, thank you, Carrie. You're so sweet. Well, it, part of that is I, I say, you know, I was pitched as a, as a TV journalist and as a TV host. I had my own TV shows for years. And so I was pitched on average about 25 times a day, at least, right, for a decade. So I say I know two things for sure. Everyone has a story and almost no one knows how to sell it. So the piece is that everybody, everybody that's listening, you all have a story. It's worthy. You have tons of value you can offer this world. And the piece is you just need usually like a little tweak to know what is the sexy hook? What is the thing of how to sell and how to capture people's attention? Because that's the piece that you tend to go right into the minutia, like, oh, let me give you the stats. And like, I need to get right into the facts instead of like the sexy sell part of why I should listen to you to begin with. So I will say that is part of my superpower is I'm like, that's, that's it. That's your hook. That's the sexy thing. Run with that. 100%. And you, one of the things that we talked about when we saw each other last, were we in San Diego? Yeah. It's been too long. I know it was, especially with shutdown. It's been a long time. I know. Talked about your TED Talks. Yeah. And learning how to position the story for that. I would love it if you would share that link with the group too. Absolutely. That would be amazing. My um, next TED Talk's coming out next month. So I will share the one I have now and then I can share the next one when it comes out again. Can you share with us the example of the hook you used for those? Because that's all about your superpower, which is figuring out how to share the story, right? Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. So the TED Talks and and talks in general um, are their own special science, right, to figuring out how that works. And TED Talks specifically work a little bit different. But um, the hook that I use, the story is, it's time to break up with yourself to break through. Okay, so like breakups are inevitable, right? We're all adults, so we've been through a breakup and we can either face them or we can force them, but either way they're gonna happen. And they don't just happen in relationships, they happen in your body, they happen in your career, right? So I show all these different ways that you can face a breakup or you can force it. Um, And I I start with, uh, so what does Target underwear, Oprah ugly crying, overpriced almond butter and my kitchen floor have in common? Besides sounding like a complete hot mess, it was the greatest breakup of my life. And it has nothing to do with a romantic partnership. And then I walk you through this process of, and I walk you to that moment where I realized me too. And that this career that I loved and TV and everything that I had built and I loved so much, I couldn't sit in authenticity anymore and show up in that way. And I had to say me too and leave. Um, and, And now obviously in the mess, create this message of like, what am I going to do next? And now being able to say like, this is what I do and it's great and I love it. So it's really about finding, right? There's all those pieces of the story and you're like, abs, I love all these different parts of me. And I'm good at being like, what is the sexy hook? What is the thing? The thing for me was the target underwear and the whole foods shaman blessed almond butter. You know, that was the, because we've all been there. We've all had an ugly cry of some kind. You might not have been exactly like me, but but you've had an ugly cry. So that's, it's a fact. It's a fact. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So yeah, absolutely. And I would love to um, support more of your tribe. So I want to give my email to everyone. So it's really simple. It's just hello, uh, Abby Gibb, A-B-B-E-Y-G-I-B-B at gmail.com. Perfect. Abby, thank you so much for being here today. I miss you. I hope I get to see you soon. Yep. Come to Bend. I love you. 
I was in Oregon two yes, weeks ago. Texted me. I was like, what the heck? You're coming back this summer, he says, though. So we'll see yes. each other. I will. Margarita's on me. Okay. I love Bye. you. Bye-bye. Bye, everyone. See you. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Hyper Fat Show. Subscribe to us if you want to make sure you get the latest and greatest Hyper Fat Shows. And remember, we love reviews. Reviews help us bring better and better guests and improve our shows. So give us the good, the bad, and the ugly. We hope you enjoyed the show, and we will see you next time.